Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Ethan Lucas, do vocals. And Angus Gasson, I play guitar. Cool. Alright, it's good to uh, catch up and have a chat. Uh, it's your uh, first interview, you were saying, off, off the mic before, so... Yeah. Um, I'm glad to be the, be the first guys to get you on at Canberra Metalhead, so... Um, kicking it off with the, you know, first Canberra uh, metal podcast. Yeah, sick. Nice. Um, so, you, um, midway through a tour at the moment, you mentioned before you got Melbourne tomorrow. How's it been um, cruising around, playing around Australia? It's been pretty good being back in the country. Uh, we've just uh, did a European run, so it's been really good to play some Australian shows for the first time since January. So, yep. uh, we played Brisbane and we've done Wollongong, and yeah, uh, the shows are you know, coming pretty well in Canberra tonight. So, yeah, we're stoked to be back here, really. So, yeah. Yeah, right. Good yeah. to play for a local crowd and see some familiar faces and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely good to be back home playing, playing music. That's it. Yeah, it's right. Good. Obviously, people be able to hear the music in the background as well. A bit more atmospheric here. That's <laughs> it for sure. Show. Absolutely. What about yourself, man? How are you finding uh, traveling around? Oh, it's good. Really enjoying it. Um, love playing shows back home. Um, yeah, just happy to be back home playing yeah. playing music. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you sort of like it feels cleansing to just come back and just do an Australian thing, like familiar crowds, things like that. Yeah, Trying definitely. To get back to that safe place. Definitely, yeah. yeah. The, the roads are familiar and everything like that, you know, like we've done the all... familiar? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, done, we've done all these uh, trips many times before, you know, so, uh, it, you know, in a way it, it does feel like every show is a local show, you know, because you know, you've got friends that come to every show, so yeah. it, it's really good. And uh, bands Exactly, played bands we've played with before yeah. and that kind of thing, you know, so... That's 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 a great thing about it, I guess. So yeah, yeah definitely. Right. No, it's uh, well, definitely good to have you here. You've played at the basement before, we've before. Yeah, about three times, I think. Yeah, so this would be our third or fourth time at the basement, if memory serves me correct. So yeah, cool. Yeah. No, uh, this is the first time since it's been expanded. You've seen all the extra extra adult. Uh, I definitely think so. Yeah, like Ethan's been in the band for about two and a half years now. Yeah. So. Uh, prior to that we had our old vocalist, so uh, certainly it's the first time we played in Canberra in well over, you know, two and a half to three years, so... so just your first time here? Yes, first time playing in Canberra, really looking forward to it, should yeah, be good. Sick, good to play in the nation's capital, you know, yeah, <laughs> gotta tick that off. That's right, yeah, well, um, we've been, now that all the upgrades have done, this place has sort of been marked as one of the better venues to play, so at least we've got kind of the better venue in, in being the capital, you know, kind of living up to the name a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not to say that there's not sick venues, man. There's so many, like, yeah, like, through Melbourne and everything like that. Actually, just came back from Melbourne and uh, we went to see a few gigs down there. Sure. It's so crazy, man. You see, like, it's just like, looks like a bar with, like, some traders in the front and out in the back there's, like, a full metal gig with, like, a whole <laughs> scene out there. Yeah. yeah. This place kind of reminds me a little bit of Crowbar back yeah. in Brisbane. You yeah, know, it's yeah. kind of got that same vibe. Like, it is just a straight metal vibe, you know? Like, and the clientele is, is replicated, you know? Like, yeah. and you've got friendly people like yourself working behind the bar and stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, right. it, you feel it's it's, fam it's family, you know? Like, you know, we, we you definitely feel at home in these kind of venues. So, yeah, right. it is good. 
yeah, it's, we always get like good vibe um, sort of feedback from it. So that's it, straight up. Mm. But yeah, um, we've also seen uh, Hostel like uh, be opening up for you guys as well. Yep. Um, have you played with those guys before? We, we have played with those guys, yeah. Uh, our other guitarist, Corey, uh, his cousin's actually in the band, and Corey also recorded their uh, their latest release as well. So, so yeah, we know those guys fairly well, and we played a show in Brisbane with them, uh, but I don't believe we played in Canberra with them before. So, okay. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just thought I'd jump all back there because we've had Hostel on the show before, and yeah, cool. you know, I know those guys listen, so it's always... Um, what I usually do is build a show... Um, Track list around the interview. Nice. And I know that Hostel's going to creep up in there somewhere. So. Yeah, nice. Um, You've got to rep that stuff. So. Yeah, rep it. Yeah, and, sure. and look, man, I'll tell you what, I've been getting a lot into my deathcore lately. I've even had Boris the Blade on the show before. And um, we, like, Blacklist has come from a deathcore background and things like that, but they're moving more into the metalcore side of things. Um, and, and just in general, heavy music. Um, as well as not just being a, like death metal heavy, like more into like the groove and like that fast beating. We had Archfire on the show as well. Nice. So just some tech death as well and, and Psychroptic. So yeah, um, we yeah. were we were really sad that we were out of the country when uh, when Archfire came to yeah. Australia. I was so yeah. keen to see them, but then we were in Europe at the same time. So yeah, it really sucked. Mm. So I would have loved to see Spencer go crazy on the drums. It would have been really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and just to see it here, I'm just like, this is my work. Yeah. And like, Archfire's playing here. It's pretty crazy. It's like, really cool, yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, I tell you what, man, I went to the gym twice today and I listened to music both times. So, like, it definitely <laughs> got me through it. Like, For sure. It's just, you just need that hard music yeah, to smash it through. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's like one of those things where um, it'd be funny just watching without hearing the music. You're like, this guy is just getting. <laughs> for sure. I've got headphones on. That's it. <laughs> it's nearly yeah. like you can sit back and go, I wonder what band that dude's listening to. Yeah, absolutely. Just those fast-paced drums and the yeah. and the kicks and stuff, you know, like it definitely it, it amps you up for sure. You got to listen yeah. to something fast at the gym. It definitely helps out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so you've been in the band for two and a half years. We'll say around that. Um, yep. How you finding the meshing with the band? Like the time you've been here. Um, yeah, it's definitely been good. Definitely uh, enjoyed the past two and a half years. It's been awesome. Yep. Uh, pretty uh, well seasoned now, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, the, the guys have been good. Definitely good for me. Uh, and um, yeah, just just been enjoying it. Really enjoying yeah, right. it. Mm. Having some fun traveling and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like going through Europe, like you know, is that the first time you travelled internationally with the band? Um, second, oh, second. third time. Actually. Second, yeah. So third, we, uh, the night in Texas played in Europe three times, yep. but it was the second time since uh, Ethan's been in the band. So. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. always puts a test in it, isn't it? Like, like national tours. Australia's got massive spans between. Venues. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah, and it's crazy. It's... But then you go over to Europe, you're just like, what? It's just down the road. Yeah, like, yeah. The guys from a local band called French, they're uh, opening up for Black Dahlia Murder. Cool. Um, and it's not that playing with them. Um, I don't like to tend to say open up too much, yeah. like, because like technically they're all just playing together. You know? Definitely. Yeah. It's like bands that have lead and like and. Um, rhythm guitars like some bands do that some bands say they both have like two guitarists and there's no difference sure um, but yeah anyway so um, they said that 
they actually, because they got some fairly brutal like song names and lyrics and themes. They went to one place in Germany and the dude was just like, yeah, you can play, but you can't announce any of your song names. <laughs> so they went up. Yeah, right. It's announced all their song names. Yeah, yeah. So no one knew it was Germany. It was, with, it was within like that area because the next place they went to was in Germany. So yeah, yeah. It might have been somewhere like Holland, maybe, because yeah. like that we were going to play with this band called Begging for Incest in Germany, yeah. but it turns out that their drummer was a full-on alcoholic and they yeah. couldn't even play the show. So oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was quite funny. But yeah, unless you've got like Nazi themes and stuff like that, the Germans, are, they're my favorite. They're, they're so great they, people. Yeah, sorry, definitely. Well, it wasn't in Germany, sorry. They, their next gig was in Germany. Oh, so I it was see. close enough. Yeah. Um, and what they did is they went there, they announced all their songs, they did exactly how they would have normally done, didn't change a thing. Yeah. And then instead of crashing at the crash house with the guy that said they couldn't play any of their stuff, mm. He owns the house they were sleeping at that time. <laughs> See. So they pissed him off and then just got in their cars and drove like 16 <laughs> hours to the next spot. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you are going through Europe, like it's it's good to do an overnight like that. But yeah, <laughs> under those circumstances, I can imagine it wouldn't be the greatest no, like, greatest I'm idea. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, you're, you're right, like saying like the, the distances are like uh, in Australia are crazy. Yeah. And it makes it super difficult for like bands from international to come over here as yeah. well because it is con it's a considerable cost, you know. In, especially in Germany and stuff, you can travel four hours and you can play to another 300 people, you know. Yeah. Like, whereas here, like, it's, it's just not possible to yeah. play to that kind of crowd, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. especially with our style of music, I guess you could say, so. But yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, like, I think it's like a bit of give and take. Like, you guys might not have as much following as like um, Metallica cover band, yeah, of course, <laughs> but the guys that are in here yeah. are moshing and going hard. Of course, it's yeah. like the can you condense that crowd mm. into how many people are here, and they just find that extra energy. The, the people yeah. that are watching Metallica cover band aren't going to have. Yeah. Like, you don't watch the sort of like, like you know, moshing um, in that that you see for you guys. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's just a support that, you know, playing original music is definitely not the easiest thing to do, you know, especially starting out. But you've got to just, you know, hit it hard, you know. A Night in Texas has been playing around Australia for, you know, seven, about seven years. And, you know, it's taken us until the last two years to be going overseas and doing what we do. So if any, you know, younger bands are out there listening, you know, just keep going because, you know, it's not easy to start off, but you've just got to keep going just at it, you know, it, yeah. you know, keep smashing the merch, keep putting new songs out and stuff like that, you know, play the shows that, you know, you think might not be good. And, you know, you've got to build that profile and it's not an easy thing to do when you're starting out. That's, that's very yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's super cool that, um, see someone have that drive to get behind it because we've mentioned on the show before we get bands hit us up and that's why we enjoy having them because we're like you know you got back to us you messaged us you know you've shown that you're keen and it makes it a lot easier of course um to, to keep things up so that's why we just love having you know anyone that's, that's 
shows passion. For sure. Yeah. And it's yeah. good to have a chat and, you know, have, have more people out there, you know, uh, spreading the word really, you know, like, because again, like, uh, I guess the main difference between like Australia and Europe, I guess you could say is like everywhere is the road is a very beaten path in Europe, you know, and yeah. there just is that infrastructure there to play shows and yeah. easily. But here, I don't want to say it's a bit more D- DIY given that we're playing in a great venue, yeah. but just in terms of promoting the shows and like getting you, you know, from A to B, that's the DIY part of, of, of it that where those kind of things are generally taken care of by, for, uh, for you when you're playing over there, you know, so yeah. definitely the main difference I yeah. would say, so. Yeah, this um, documentary comes up regularly on the show, we talk about, have you seen the story of Bamford? I have, no. yes, yeah, I, I have and, seen and that. they play in this, like, Eastern European place, like, venue, yeah. and the dude's just like, sorry, we can't pay you, but uh, my wife cooks good gulash, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just like, oh, I want gulash, I want money, and yeah. It sounds typical, uh, yeah, there are certain countries that you do play in, uh, it's definitely a little bit sketchier, that's that's all I'll say. (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, man, like... Those routing shows, you know, know, they're not the shows you want to play, but the shows you have to play just to get to the next show, you know, so, and that's the reality of it, really. So, like, see, um, when I watch that documentary, it's a perfect example And they're yeah. a great band, you know. Yeah. Like, and I'm gra- I'm glad that that documentary did well for them, and they yeah. their profile got bigger than they ever did, yeah. in, even in the '80s, I guess yeah, you could yeah. say, you know. But they were definitely one of those thrash OG thrash bands yeah. that were out there doing but things. They were but up there with Metallica. Yeah, like they, you know, they were, like. They just went into the doldrums during the yeah. sep- during the nineties and yeah. early two thousands, I guess. But they just weren't where Metallica was, and unfortunately, Metallica got an extension set of them. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's a, like that's that's a, another callback to that documentary again. Yeah, like, it's just gonna keep coming up. <laughs> I guess yeah. um, it's interesting when you think about those bands that have been doing things since the eighties because. You know, I can think back on our career of seven years, you know, and yep. this, you know, approaching 10 years. But when you're thinking about 30 years, you know, yeah. you're going to go through peaks and troughs oh, of your of your career, you know, so. Yeah, well, we, we got one of the OG guys here. Um, uh, he's actually let me this mic, so shout out to Reggae yeah, from nice. Rain of Terror, man. He, yeah, cool. He used to own the venue, the metal venue in town before the basement. It was called Rock Ape and it was in Dixon. Oh, yeah. And they played with Mayhem. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and um, man, he's had some crazy stories over the years. And he was even saying to me, man, he's just like, oh, this is one of the kids that used to come to our shows. And he was showing me like a photo of like a 40 year old dude. And he just like, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like, man. You're like, yeah, you yeah. see these dudes. Like, well, I went to watch Alice Cooper, uh, I think it was early in the year, he played here in Canberra. Yes. And you see like generations, like yeah. literally parents and their kids yeah. watch the same dude. Yeah. When I went and saw Motley Crue and Alice Cooper, it was the same thing. And like, when you go see ACDC or something like yeah. that, you you know, you might see the like grand... Like you know, Ozzy Osbourne stuff. That's yeah. true, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you do see those generations of kids coming to this, you know, to see that music that's being classic and yeah. part of like, you know, how many generations' lives, you know, it's yeah. pretty incredible. 
crazy yeah. to see. It's <laughs> crazy to think that it's not just the early metal. It's like now they're punk. Is it the point where there's generations that is there? Like you can sure. see the evolution. Soon, like new metal will have like two generations. Of yeah, it. yeah. That's it. Even the deathcore kids are starting to have kids now. Yeah, so you exactly, know, man. you'll have these uh, psycho <laughs> kids out there in another you know 15 years or whatever yeah. going and crazy like, to blast beats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm keen to see it, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it's cool when you see a good young band come in and smash it out. Like, yeah, sure. that's all right, makes it makes all the difference and like when you see bands like um, we're saying about having the younger generation like um, King Parrot putting out like baby onesies and stuff as their merch oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's great yeah you yeah. you gotta you gotta do as much as you can but you know as you said you know all the kids are having kids now you know it's just uh you know, that's, it's definitely a good opportunity <laughs> to yeah, sell some more merch, sell some different designs and stuff, whatnot. What, what yeah. not to. So, mm-hmm. um, Ethan, you're saying before two years in the band, uh, two and a half years in the band. Before that, did you have any other projects that you're working on? Uh, me, me and my mates, um, we recorded a EP with uh, Corey, and um, yeah, just a few months after that, Corey hit me up, asked me to join the band. But um, yeah, n- nothing too serious before this. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes we've mentioned before it's good to have influence from other bands, but also like sometimes if you join with little influence, you kind of become the band. You know what I mean? Like your sound is what is around you. Yeah. So it's cool to like to, to have a bit of both as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it also happens with younger bands as well. Like, so, like we've interviewed bands that have. Um, I keep saying bands, bands at the moment, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've interviewed bands that have been doing it for a long time, and uh, most of the time they've been in three or four other bands. But like, obviously, in this scene, it's sort of like you know, it could be first, second, third bands. You know. Yeah, th- yeah, this is uh, definitely my first, first. first serious band, yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah, sick like, way to kick it off, man. Yeah, yeah, it was like, awesome. Like, yeah, n- never played a show before yeah, and then yeah. just played three shows in Australia and then yeah. off to Europe. That's it. We always <laughs> tell him how lucky he was that he didn't have to play all the shitty local yeah. shows and do the real hard slog that we all had to do, you know. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. We played three shows in Australia and then we the first, uh, you know, played in Europe, you know, so... He definitely was very lucky in that regard, but you know, yeah, yeah. he's earned it now, you know, he's been with us for a little while, so yeah, yeah the hazing period has definitely ended. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it'd, be, it'd be cool to watch uh, the evolution of like the crowds as well compared to overseas. What, what do you think it's like comparing like Australian crowds? Being in the front, you probably get the best idea of it. Um, do you find that it's different overseas or is it pretty much the same? Um, it's, it's definitely a bit different in uh, Europe and um, where we other places we've been but um yeah just, just um here it's uh it's i, I don't even know what to <laughs> say really just it's, like in europe it's um just people people go a bit a bit more uh harder like they're definitely yeah. a bit crazier i'd have to say like yeah, uh you know sure. you did, there's certainly exceptions but you know i think um people are a little bit spoiled and maybe you know maybe used to how to be at a show in Europe more than say anywhere here because they just have so many bands go through like they're just spoiled for choice and 
you know, and they're ready and willing to support bands as well, yeah, yeah. you know, with their money or their presence, you know, yeah, like yeah. they always will go out and buy merch and stuff where I guess here, you know, just the, the lack of bands that do come through all the time, you know, this lack of, you know, maybe not as much moshing practice, I guess you could say. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, people just do go crazy over there. They really support it really hard. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. what my favorite song on the on the latest album was uh we were all pretty much involved in writing the lyrics for it and i really enjoyed yeah. writing the lyrics for it because it was uh you know a, a lot of our previous music was about you know religion and stuff yeah but yeah but um no just writing all the lyrics together it was uh definitely was a lot i don't know how you it's not easier but it was it's a bit more collaborative. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we were able to vibe off each other and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. If I was to think of one song off the album that I really do dig, I really like Population Extermination. Okay. Uh, I also really like uh, Harvested what? as well. Yeah, Harvested's probably one of my favorite tracks as well. I'm Ethan. And I'm Angus. And we're from A Night in Texas. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Canberra, Canberra Metalheads. Yaka, yaka, bam! <laughs>